Welcome to No Pictures After Dark. I'm your host, Aaron Dante. Today, we are continuing the part two of the Evan story. Evan, what's going on, man? Thank you for having me again, Aaron. Um, so let's let's just go back. Let me recap. Evan uh, started, went to a private school in Baltimore City, Baltimore, Baltimore County. I apologize. Really good school academically. Really good school for sports. He um, get, ha, has a little trouble academics in high school, but sports is his meal ticket out. Tell me if I'm wrong yet. Yeah. Okay. If I'm am I wrong? No, you're okay. right. You're right. So he plays sports. Um, some hiccups in the way, but he ends up going to a school called Wesley College in Delaware. He ends up not playing so much and. Pretty much begins the college life of partying and enjoying the college lifestyle a little bit too much. He gets a letter in the mail stating that he is on academic probation. He goes back up to the university with his parents to appeal to academic probation. And they said, go back and get your grades straight. Evan, take it from here. So <clears throat> I'm up at the university. They, uh, Tell me that I won't be a let it back let back in the university uh, until I go home, take about six credits, and uh, I can reapply and they'll let me back in. So I go home and you know I'm sobbing, I'm sad or whatever, and I just tell my parents, uh, you know, just take me back up there for like a week, you know, so I can see my friends, hang out with my friends and everything. So I go back up to the university. Go back up to the college, and I'm up there for about a week when uh, classes started back up. I'm up there. I'm like, man, I miss it. I miss it. I miss it so much. And I'm thinking, like, what can I do? Like, what am I do? Let me think of an action plan for when I get back home. What am I going to do? So after that week, you know, come back home, and I enroll in uh, BCCC, which is Baltimore City Community College. So I roll in there. Um, they have you take a placement test, you know, see where you place at, you know, so they can place you and leave a college level or a step before you get to college level. So I take the placement. Um, I place in like uh, the level before college level. I'm taking English and I'm taking, uh, I believe, a math, I believe. So I'm like, man, still feeling sorry for myself. I'm like, man, I'm not supposed to be here. I'm not supposed to be here. Because though the classes that I was taking, they were not transferable because I still had to take, you know, the college level classes, you know. So I'm sitting there like, why am I even doing this? Why am I wasting my time? So at that time, I go back to work, working at Wegmans at the time. And I'm like, man, what what does life have for me? Like, what am I doing? So I'm working, going to school. Um, I decide I'm like, let me see. I'm like, I blew school off again. I'm like, why am I going back? Why? What am I doing? Like, why am I even doing this? I'm like, and I had already quit the football team. I'm like, you know, I'm going back. I would go back up to the college in uh, Dover, Delaware, which is Wesley. I'm like, I I'll go back up there for what? Like, I'm not playing football. I mean, like, what am I going to go back up there for? So I stopped going to school down here in Baltimore, B Triple C, just to, you know, just to just to go try to work and get full-time hours. So I'm working at Wegmans for 32 hours a week. And um, I'm getting, like, close to between 24 to 32 hours a week. 
school was in the, uh, the back of my mind. I wasn't even thinking about school at the time. And I'm like, you know, screw school. I'm like, what am I doing? I don't care. So I ended up getting a um, a girlfriend that I, you know, that I worked with at Wegmans, you know. So it really started, we started getting heavy. We was dating for about five years. I'm like, you know, really in tune to her, you know. we At that time, I think my mind was still immature and I was still growing up. So like it was one of those relationships was though we were on again, off again, on again, off again. Um, I kind of felt insecure, you know, down about myself. Really didn't have a plan on where I was going to do, where I was going in life, or what I, you know, what I really want to do in life. So I'm we're dating and everything, and I'm like, man, what am I doing? You know, I'm like she doesn't deserve me. She's working. I'm barely making ends meet. I want to get her nice things and everything. I'm like, what am I doing? Mind you, school is still in the rearview mirror. I'm not even thinking about it. Um, so, I mean, going, looking back at this right now, well, at, during this time period, you phrase this. You're working, got a job, serious girlfriend at this point. School's in the rearview mirror. What game plan do you have going? game plan and what were your thoughts um i never really had a game plan my thing was i was trying to find somewhere where i I can make money and i can buy myself nice thing and my girlfriend's nice my girlfriend nice things i never really had a plan like um i'm like i was i was at that point i was lost so what clicked for you to make a change I think after me and my girlfriend had broke up at that time, had broke up and I'm like, I started feeling sorry for myself and I'm like, I'm sick. I was sitting there in the bedroom, like going through like, and I never told anybody this, only my cousin knew this, but I was crying. I was, you know, I was going through, I'm like, what am I do? Like I lost my girlfriend. I'm not in school. Like what am I doing with my life? So I, um, Still working at Wegman still. And then I applied for a security company called Ally Barton. So I, I applied for the security company. I got the job working on a site uh, for Johns Hopkins University as a contract. You know, it was a contract uh, that Ally Barton had with Johns Hopkins University to provide uh, security services. So I got up there and I started, you know, working. And I met my fiance who I'm actually going to marry this year I met her up there and I we we kind of clicked instantly from hearing her story with her upbringing and where she came from and kind of like we are both kind of go-getters and we motivate each other and so she motivated me motivated me to go back to school and so I right now I'm I go to CCBC um Catonsville and I take uh, you know I take classes when I can take the most classes I took at a time of about three I, mean, I have three courses right now and you know I'm in you know I have uh, about f- close to like 50 credits so I'm close to graduate with my associate's degree um so I never like she motivated me you know to want more out of life she motivated me to you know go back to school and try to be the the best at my what I do best at my craft what I you know and I thank her for that because, you know, I, I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know where I wanted to do. I didn't know where I was going at that time. Like, but life brought us together and, you know, 
I mean, I'm thankful for that. So I I always think about people when they have situations like this. What is it like? What are your friends doing at this point? Because I feel like your friends are also influences on your life. And if you're around people who are doing things, they kind of motivate you. Um, we're, we're all your friends who were cheering you on the sideline back in the day. You know, we're your friends who were maybe supportive during that time. What happened to them on that? Uh, my friends, they were actually in school. They were actually in school. Uh, some had kind of like started to, you know, phase out of school or, you know, it was taking them longer than usual to graduate, longer than four years they need to graduate. But most of the, most of them ended up graduating. And I mean, they used to tell me like, you know, you need to go back in school. You used to be one of the top athletes. You need to do this. You need to do that. And the closest I think I thought, I think I was to getting back on the field, it kind of had like a little plan is when, I had a guy who was a class under me who played for Stevenson University. And he went to school for Stevenson University. And he was like, man, it's an up-and-coming program. And, like, they need some people bad, football players bad. So I'm, like, thinking, like, maybe I can go to Stevenson, you know, enroll in Stevenson and go to Stevenson University and get back on the football field, you know, and do my thing. But I'm, like, I'm too old. I was probably about 24, maybe 23, 24 at the time. And I let my age, you know, kind of discourage me from getting back out there. And I shouldn't have let my age discourage me because when I was at Wesley, we had a couple army uh, vets, like this one 30-year-old guy, he was playing for the team. And we had like a 25, 26-year-old guy playing for the team. Like, I was thinking like, if they could do it, like, I should be able to do it. But I didn't think about that until after the fact, you know, I was kind of lazy and I didn't want to put in the work. I didn't want to apply and fill out the applications and everything. So I was like, man, just screw it. I'm like, it is what it is. I'll keep on working and doing what I have to do. So my thoughts are this is this is a really good lesson for people who are listening, um, maybe younger, and think sports is the only way. It's not the only way. Uh, academics is very, very important. This is what I've been trying to let people know. Uh, if you could talk to your younger self, Evan, what would you say? What would you like? Think about it. What would you say to yourself starting when you first got into Calvert Hall sophomore year up to college? What would you say to yourself? Um, I would prioritize my time better. Um, like during like free time, we had a lot of free time in school because we had like our classes were broken up and some days we didn't take all our classes. So like, so say if I like I had a first and second period class, I have a free period. I have one, another class and I have another free period. We had like eight or nine periods. Like during my, even my sophomore, junior year, I had only had three classes in a day and I was free from like 10, almost to the time we got out of school at 245. So prioritizing your time is very important. So you have to like prioritize your time and focus, you know, on your academics, take more time out, you know, get help if you need it. You know, I was type of guy, you know, you know, I was, I wouldn't walk up to anybody if I need help. I try to figure it out on my own. No, it's not about trying to figure it out on your home. Own. It's about getting help. 
And being that I had, I had a lot of resources that I did not utilize. And I regret that. But at the same time, I can honestly say my high school prepared me to, you know, for manhood and prepared me for life. Because it prepared me like, you know, life is not going to be easy, you know. And life is not always going to be fair, you know. So I'm like, if I could tell my younger self, I'd be like, I would tell myself, you know, get as much help as you can, you know. And just, you know, prioritize your time better. And, you know, just go harder, go harder, you know, on the field, off the field, in the classroom, you know, because I don't think I went as hard. You know, I was at a phase, I was at a phase in my life. I thought I was Dion. I I couldn't be touched. For the young kids, Dion Sanders (laughs) is probably one of the best uh, athletes, 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 meaning he played baseball and football. He played in a football game on Sunday day and played in the World Series. Mm-hmm. Am I right? World yeah, Series basically game, at, game at night. So that just give you a, a context, but go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I, I thought I was Dion. You know, I thought I couldn't be touched. I thought I didn't need the academics because I had all the athletic athleticism in the world. When I was absolutely wrong, it was players 10 times better than me that were out there doing, putting in all the work that they needed to, you know. I played against, you know, the Darius Haywood Bays that's playing for uh Pittsburgh Steelers. I played. I played against uh, Joe Hayden, who's playing for uh, for Pittsburgh. Yeah, he plays for Pittsburgh too. I played against those guys, and they put in the work. They put in the work on the field and off the field. They did what they had to do in the classroom. They got scholarships. Uh, Darius Haywood Bay went to, uh, went to University of Maryland, and Joe Hayden went to University of Florida. They did what they had to do. You know, when I played against Joe Hayden, I mean. You wouldn't think he had the athleticism that he has today because, I mean, he was playing quarterback, but he really didn't do what he could do now, like, on the field. Like, he was – to me, he just looked like he was a regular, you know, football player. I'm like, okay. I'm like, when I played against him, like, he was like, okay. I'm like, it wasn't all that. But, I mean, Darius Hayward Bay, on I man, he had world-class speed, but his hands were made of, you know, brick. <laughs> yeah, you know. So, I, I really enjoy – I'm enjoying this pod because – there's a lot of things to unwrap here again. You know, you, you took a look at your, yourself back in the day and you would say, hey, I work a lot harder. I would go to school, work a lot harder, work a lot harder at my craft to where I wanted to be. At the end of the day, you turned out well. Yeah. And um, want to elaborate on that? And well, just- I honestly could say, you know, I learned a lot from, you know, when I was younger. Um, and I took those lessons that I learned when I was younger and, I, I, you know, I, I pretty much put them into to my today's world, you know. So I'm like one of the hardest workers you'll ever see. I work, Jesus, like at least 30 hours of time. Um, I'm always wanting to train and get better and just, you know, soak up as much knowledge as I can in my profession. I'm like, because you need to, you know, I'm trying to be the be a better me, you know? Every day is about striving and being a better you and trying to get as much and gain as much knowledge as you can. And that's what I'm trying to do on a daily basis. You know, I'm just trying to, you know, do what I can to do for me, me and my family and trying to be what I can be, you know, trying to be the best version of myself. Well, I think what you've said, I don't need to add on to it at all. And um, this has been a very important pie. Just, I wanted him to tell a story just because you have people out there 
Well, guess what? College is not for everybody. It isn't. Uh, a lot of people don't go to school. Uh, a lot of people just, it is not for everybody. And I'm glad Evan could tell a story to say that, you know, through all this adversity, he has definitely succeeded. And it might have taken some different paths to get to where he wants to get now, but uh, he's getting there every day. And you're not even 30 years old yet, I don't think. Yeah, even... I, I'm just turning 30. Okay, all right. November, all right. yeah. so, so, no, but also, so correction, but I'm just, I, I'm happy that you came on the No Picks of the Dark podcast. I really appreciate you giving your story. Yeah, and I just want to leave everybody with a quote that I, that I live with on a daily basis. Good, better, best. Never let it rest till your good is your better and your better is your best. And I want everybody to remember that. Keep striving to be the better you. And we're out. Thanks for listening to the No Picks After Dark podcast. <laughs>